Hi, welcome to this week's episode. It seems like these days, a new celebrity is getting canceled every day. With this rise in cancel culture, we wanted to weigh in on its fairness and effectiveness at holding people accountable. I think this is going to be a bit of a controversial episode just because it's such a hot topic and I think it is a little bit more nuanced than it's it's made to be and I'm sure we're all going to have different opinions, but I, I am a little excited to talk about this because I think it's interesting, but I think it could get a little heated, not going to lie. We've already seen us get heated over far less important things, not that this is important or anything, but far less more trivial things, I guess. So it'll definitely be interesting. Um, But I definitely think that cancel culture, especially with kind of the rise of social media and kind of everyone knowing what's going on with everyone at a given time, cancel culture has definitely increased. It's becoming a lot more prevalent in our society, I'd say. Well, yeah, because they had to come up with a term for it. You know, five years ago, nobody ever would have, if you said cancel culture, I would not know what that is. We love an alliteration. It really just flows off the top. Cancel culture. (laughs) Well, I mean, we definitely wouldn't have had cancel culture five years ago just because of, like you were saying, like social media and knowing what people are doing. And maybe it's more of like people are more aware of like their actions and other people's actions too, I guess. But definitely having that evidence is definitely something that I feel like is changing the game at least. Well, I guess why don't we just start off and kind of go around the circle are you pro or anti-cancel culture? I, I guess I'll start. Um, I-, I would say I'm kind of anti-cancel culture. Um, I mean, that doesn't mean that I agree with or support things that people have done who have been quote-unquote canceled, but I think as a whole, kind of the ideas behind it and what it has become is not something that I feel is the best way to hold people accountable or go about things. And I think it's really just spiraled out of control, which is why I kind of lean toward the anti-cancel culture uh, side, but I'm curious to see how you guys feel about it. I think I'm in a similar boat because before you started talking, I was thinking that I would say something along the lines of I'm pro the early versions of cancel culture but as it's progressed and evolved, especially over the last couple of years, I'm kind of against how it's been taken because I feel like in the beginning of cancel culture, and I'm sure we'll get into all of this, but if people made mistakes, sure, they would get called out for it. But in most cases, it was a chance for them to learn from those mistakes. And hopefully by now they're doing a little bit better, at least in terms of being aware of things around them and being a more considerate person. But I think in today's kind of, day and age with cancel culture applying to not only things that are saying said in the present today, but things that could be said 10, 20 years ago, things like that. I think it's starting to get a little out of hand. Um, I definitely didn't think we were going to start with our initial opinions like this. I was definitely going to share my opinion at the end and maybe it'll change towards the end. But right now coming into this, I definitely have the opinion of anti- anti-cancel culture, like you guys were saying. I feel like for me, my kind of base understanding I'll say at the top of the episode is like I do think it holds people accountable I'm just not sure personally if cancel culture kind of like what Dan was saying is necessarily the best way as a society to teach people about these things that we're holding them accountable for like I just feel like 
it's kind of a negative environment we're creating and I'm not sure negative is a good learning environment. Like I feel like we should be doing more positive things. I don't know if that makes sense. Maybe we'll get into that, but that's just my kind of understanding right now. No, I think that's definitely interesting that you say that because something else kind of that sparked in my mind, I guess, while you were saying that. But with the rise of cancel culture also kind of came this rise of such increased polarization within our country. I feel like there's a lot of divisiveness going on, things that kind of divide us into two or more parties, things like that. And I think it's just interesting how cancel culture has kind of risen with that, I'd say. Yes, it has to do with social media, but I think it also has to do with just a lot of differing ideas and really just wanting to tell people on the other side that they're wrong, if that makes sense. I think one of my biggest issues with cancel culture, and um, I think we could talk about this a little bit more. Uh, Like I said, I'm interested to hear your takes on it, but I think the idea behind cancel culture is it's a way for people to hold celebrities and other types of public figures who have a voice and, and a platform accountable for things that they have done wrong, things that they have said either currently or in the past or whenever that were maybe racist or just not quite correct or educated. And I think that intent is fine, but um, I think the line between holding someone accountable and honestly straight up bullying and harassment, I guess you could call it, are really blurred with cancel culture. And I think cancel culture has become more of a bullying thing. I mean, not to like name anybody in particular, but I feel like every single person who has a platform, it's come up where we found so-and-so said something racist on Tumblr when they were 13 years old. You know, this is unacceptable. And they just go on and on and on. And then they like, it moves on from, they did something wrong to this person's terrible. This person is 100% without a doubt a racist. Like, I hate this person. Let's spam their accounts and tell them how horrible they are and go after their friends and families. And, you know, it's just, it's one thing to, to look at some old tweet that was racist or whatever and say, that's not right. But, you know, then to harass someone like that over social media, I don't know. I think that's where it gets dicey for me. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like there should be kind of a separation between cancel culture as it relates to past events and cancel culture as it relates to like current events. Because if a popular celebrity or influencer, business person, whatever, if they said something offensive now, like in the present day, 2021, I would feel a lot stronger, I would think, towards maybe not a full-blown canceling as we see it in a lot of cases now, but definitely some stricter punishments. So making sure that they can be held accountable for that, things like that. But when you look at instances of people tweeting things from, or posting on Tumblr, MySpace, things that don't even really aren't popular anymore, and just things that are really archaic at that point, I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't really matter at that point because everyone like, Oh, I'm not explaining this right at all, but I'm just, I'm getting passionate about this now. I think I know what you're trying to say. Do you mind if I chime in or yeah. do you want mm-hmm. to finish? No, yeah, I go think ahead. what you're trying to say is if someone said something offensive 10, 20 years ago, 
we're not, by being anti-cancel culture, we're not excusing that they did something wrong or made an uneducated statement. We're not excusing that or making that seem less than it is. But I think it's also, that was so long ago. And Mm -hmm. in a lot of cases, it was when they were young and they honestly may not have known because when Mm -hmm. you are young like that, you know, how educated are you at like 13 years or something? And I know people are going to say, well, when I was a teenager, I knew right from wrong, or I knew that, that this was inappropriate. I mean, that's your situation, but not everyone is raised under the same circumstances and beliefs and stuff mm-hmm. as like, just you. Look, just look at the beliefs in our country over the past 100 years. We've made tremendous social change in the past 100 years, where if you said something 10, 20 years ago, that could be considered not so considered or offensive nowadays. But back then, that was completely, I'm not going to say it was acceptable to say, but it was societally acceptable, if that makes sense. And also, when people are younger, again, you know, everyone has done stupid things when they were young or not educated. And again, we're not excusing any behavior, but it's like, come on you have to realize that this, they were like 15 years old when they said this, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, cut them some slack. And again, I'm sure if you look into anybody's past, I probably guarantee you that every single person out there has done or said something that if the public eye was scrutinizing, they would find an issue with. And I think that's the problem. Like, I think, I don't know. I think people put these celebrities and influencers on this pedestal and they forget that they are humans who have made mistakes and have grown and evolved and were maybe even somewhat different people before they became famous and had a platform. So, I mean, you can't expect these people to be perfect. I have an interesting question though, based on that, because you say that at the end of the day, these celebrities, it's influencers, they're just people too. But because they have these platforms that do reach much wider audiences than just the everyday person, like any of us, should they be held to a higher standard just because what they say and their actions are being seen and are affecting so many more people? I, I guess I'm wondering now, after everything you guys have said, like, what do you what do you want the celebrity to do like do you want them to go through all their old treats tweets now and be like oh yeah this is questionable maybe i should come out now and address this before it gets ahead of me like is that what we're expecting people to do because i also agree that it is a you know people do make mistakes and i agree with that but people are gonna uncover that stuff and i feel like i don't think people are gonna recognize that in the moment that they were younger than or whatever so I don't I don't think you should hold a celebrity on a higher pedestal it's not like they're any different from anyone else like they're they just have a platform I guess kind of oh sorry they should use that platform for the right reasons but if they said something before they had that platform I mean I mean I don't want to say as I feel like it's tough because again like Dan was saying earlier like we don't want to excuse any behavior but I mean as long as they're setting a good message now and being held accountable now I guess I think I would tend to agree um I think I would feel 
more strongly if a celebrity once they were had like an established fan base and fame or whatever if they did something I don't know maybe I'd be like more upset but if it's someone something they did 20 years ago I mean you know they they didn't know that they were going to become famous or they didn't know that I mean when you're young like that you're not thinking maybe I should think twice about this because in 20 years from now, I could be famous or, or even normal people don't think before they post stuff and then it comes back to bite them. But, um, anyway, I think like I was saying earlier, if something happens and this celebrity is trending and already famous, that's one thing, but it's another thing for these people to literally go scouring the internet, looking for the smallest slip up and making it seem like the the celebrity in their current form and with their current platform said that you know I don't think you can compare someone who's 30 years old and has been in the spotlight for 10 years versus that same person when they were 15 years old and were not in the same circumstances I don't think that's a fair comparison even with someone who's not famous and I understand that celebrities do have a platform and are kind of in the public eye but I mean when if it was something that was said in the past they didn't know that that was going to happen to them but I guess that's kind of the point isn't it of cancel culture where it's like you shouldn't only be saying the right things because you're in the public eye like I guess if you did say it 13 years ago you didn't know sure that you were going to be famous but that doesn't excuse the fact that you said it which I totally understand, you know, and that's kind of the point of cancel culture where it's like, yeah, like just because you're famous now and being nice now doesn't excuse the fact that maybe you were a terrible person back then. But at the same time, I think you need, I don't want to say a case by case basis, but you need some, like, how old were they? Were they 10 when they said this or was it like they were 30 and it they really should have thought twice about it? You know what I mean? Like, I guess we do need to not just jump to conclusions and like, let's see how they apologize and let's see what, how they handle the situation and let's see, like, have they actually grown and like, like, I just feel like it's not, I feel like that's the problem with cancel culture. It's such a quick backlash kind of thing. And I think maybe we should really actually talk and have that conversation with these people about what they've said and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think, and it's kind of sad that we've reached this point. But I think the biggest fault of cancel culture, aside from that it can ruin people's lives and all that, but I think is that it lowers the amount of accountability that people have to take for their actions, which I think is almost the opposite of what cancel culture. What do you mean? Because I'm definitely thinking cancel culture has raised accountability. What do you mean it's- Well, I feel like it's not holding people accountable for learning from their mistakes I guess sure it's holding them accountable for what they said but it's not really increasing any learning or maybe even if they think they were even wrong in doing so because I feel like a lot of the times when celebrities and influencers get canceled they just release an apology take like a couple weeks off maybe a couple months and then they just come back like nothing ever happened and because of this I guess giant cancel culture outburst that occurs after the event but if cancel culture didn't exist, I feel like they would have more time to maybe grow, learn from their mistakes, really 
sit with what they did wrong and then how to move forward from that while helping maybe the community that they did offend. I think it is just creating things that feel really disingenuous. Is that is that the right word? Not genuine. I don't know if disingenuous is the, is the mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah, word. Right. But uh, like Dan had touched on earlier, it's there's a constant, I feel like every week there's a new YouTuber apology video and it just feels so insincere. They all kind of echo the same notes. You know, I'm taking time to reflect on my actions. I never meant to offend anyone. It just seems so formulaic at this point. And it just kind of seems like they're doing that because they have to, because if they don't put out a statement, then they're going to get hate. But if they do put out a statement, then people are going to attack their statement and say whatever they're going to say. So it just kind of seems like a a lose-lose situation. But I think people do it because, you know, they don't want to lose sponsorships or they don't want to lose followers or they don't want to be hated. So I think like Dan was saying, it's not necessarily coming from a place of, I genuinely regret what I did. And I recognize that my actions were wrong or hurtful, but more of a, I have to um, do damage control. And I think that has become what this is about damage control and public perception, not education and growing and learning as a person. That's definitely interesting that you brought that up, Dan, because I definitely coming into this, I think I said was like, it's increased accountability because of like all the evidence and like, you know, people are more aware of things and like, count, you know, calling people out. But that's interesting, just because I hadn't really considered that it was kind of people weren't actually calling them these mistakes out themselves. They were just kind of rolling with the punches and coming up with whatever they had to say so that's interesting that's all Mm -hmm. and i think too because like we were saying in the very beginning because so many people are getting canceled i think the effect of being canceled is decreasing because like you see people getting canceled they disappear for a month the next thing you know there's a youtuber back with another slime video or another like challenge or whatever like nothing happened it almost kind of seems like canceling someone has become a trend you know people love to rally behind we hate this person this week and I mean I hashtag someone (laughs) over party and I mean I'm not gonna lie I've definitely been caught up in the twitter drama like oh what are they saying about this person now and like oh these memes are so funny and this and that I mean I think it is a huge trend and people want to feel part of that I think there's something uniting almost about like yeah like we all hate Shane Dawson let's all gang up on him and make jokes about him you know it's like I honestly think it is a bonding experience that people kind of are looking for and I think people are like so desperate for that or to be part of that canceling someone trend that they're almost like scrutinizing every single second of everything someone does just to find something to cancel them for even the smallest thing that they can somehow convince people is some horrible immoral act that you know makes them the worst person on earth and i don't think that's necessarily fair either to be so to really go over 
everything with like a magnifying glass. Because there have been a lot of people who I think have been canceled unfairly. I'm not saying that they haven't done anything wrong, but I think the amount of hate they got was not warranted for what the action was. Mm -hmm. I agree. Like, I'm just thinking of a couple YouTubers in particular. And like Evan was saying earlier about like, oh, like, do you have to like pick these out yourself in advance and apologize for them just so you're not getting scrutinized when people inevitably find them later. And I can honestly think of at least one YouTuber who had a little bit of a canceling issue where maybe they had one tweet, but in their apology, they pulled up like five or six tweets that they said that they posted from the past just because they didn't want to have to go through it again. And I don't know, it was just interesting that it happened like that. But another point that I kind of wanted to get to though is do you think there's a difference between cancel culture as it relates to like Hollywood A-listers versus more like social media influencers? Yes, yes, yes. I'm so glad that you brought this up. I was scrolling through TikTok the other day, um, a few days before we were actually recording this, and I saw this and I was like, wow, I have to bring this up. Um, I would definitely agree that this canceling definitely happens way more with YouTubers, influencers, internet personalities, stuff like that. I think A-list celebrities and Hollywood people certainly can get canceled, but I think it's more rare. And I think the explanation for this is a lot of celebrities have PR teams and media training, which media training is just kind of where they're taught in a formal setting how to handle things, how to answer questions, or how to convey a message and just present yourself in front of an audience where um, influencers and stuff, they don't have media training, or I don't think it's as common for them to have PR teams or have people look over things they're going to tweet or look over things before they say something. So I think this difference is why these influencers are getting canceled way more because they don't have a trained set of eyes to kind of filter through everything they're going to put out there. So um, I know in the video I was watching, the person used the Kardashians as an example, and they are so, or at least Kim Kardashian, that was the example was so slick when she's answering questions. She, you know how when politicians are asked questions, they really pivot and literally bring up anything else besides the question. That's what these celebrities do. That's what they're trained to do. So they don't slip up and say something that could risk their careers. And I don't think influencers are really trained in this type of skill. So they say something they don't mean, or they say something that they don't intend to that comes across as bad. And I think that's part of the other thing with cancel culture. It's not necessarily that celebrities have better qualities or better beliefs. I think they just know and are trained what to say and what not to say and how to say it in a way that won't be offensive where influencers don't. I'm also just thinking with the difference kind of between celebrities and influencers, celebrities, when they get hired for things, if they're like actors or whatever, they, they work for companies to make movies, TV shows, things like that. Whereas these internet personalities, these social media influencers, they essentially work for directly to the public. If they don't have a PR team or anything like that, they're just posting on YouTube or TikTok and it's going right out to the general public. The people who have to, the difference between celebrities and influencers is that the people who these people directly work for is different. And I think because influencers work 
quote unquote work for the general public, cancel culture would be greater because of that. Because I don't think these like big Hollywood high industry powers that be who do the hiring and all that, I don't really think they care if, I don't know if this person's ever gotten canceled, but like if a Leonardo DiCaprio figure got canceled or anything like that, because he's still a great actor and they're going to hire him regardless. Well, Army Hammer got dropped a lot, but that's an, we're not going to. I think that, go that's too a different story. That. I mean, I think those <laughs> yeah. offenses go beyond um, uh, saying something that shouldn't have been said 20 years ago. But moving on, moving um, to, on. <laughs> to your point, Dan, um, most of the time, I think celebrities share so little of their lives with the public, whereas influencers, it's wake up with me, do a vlog with me. They're constantly in front of the camera because that's kind of the nature of their job. So obviously, if someone's putting 24 hours of their life out there as compared to a celebrity where maybe they post one picture a week, you know, there's just not as much material to work with to pick these celebrities apart. I'm sure if celebrities were in front of a camera and as present on the internet as influencers, then yeah, we might have more to pick apart. I think we just don't see as much of their lives, which benefits them. True. That is a good point because I'm just thinking, I guess this is kind of recent, but James Gunn, who is a popular director for a lot of the Marvel movies. I've never heard of that person. (laughs) What are we talking about? Anyway, James Gunn though, he's a popular director. He directed all the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, things like that. But after he made the second guardians movie he was fired from disney because of some stuff that he tweeted a really long time ago but then i think a year or maybe even less than that later disney ended up hiring him back because i guess they thought that the cancel culture of it all was just too much so i think that is definitely interesting to see the difference between how it affects like these more hollywood celebrities versus just these social media influencers i have a question for you two um i heard this when I was somewhere, I think I was getting my haircut and we were talking about, or someone else was talking about how um, the guy who hosts The Bachelor, Chris Harrison, I think his name is, that news story was on about how he got fired from hosting that show because some, he, he said something inappropriate or I forget what the circumstances were but then well I think just officially he parted ways with the show I don't think it's ever been publicly said that he was quote-unquote fired yeah but I mean we all know we what can happened, all read between just, the lines yeah. <laughs> but the hairdresser was like like heard the story and was like wow like so much for free speech these days like and I, I don't know I guess I had never thought about that way I'm not necessarily saying I agree with her but that was just a new idea that I had never heard of and I'm kind of just curious to hear your thoughts on that take I think there's a difference between or not a difference but just because you have free speech doesn't mean that you're free of consequences you do have the right for the most part to say whatever you want in this country but people also have the right to take it however they may and if they impose consequences that involve things related to cancel culture or that whole concept in itself I don't think that's in any way wrong to say that people's understanding and opinions of one's actions are right or wrong in a certain way or another. I definitely remember reading something about how cancel culture was limiting free speech. And on one hand, it's like, I mean, I don't want to 
don't say that's a good thing, but because it's like, you know, what speech are we limiting? I would hope it's only the bad speech, you know, but I guess at the same time, it's like, well, I want to, I want people to be able to have that conversation and not just limit that speech. Like we should say why we're limiting that speech, I guess. And like, I don't, I don't know. So it's just kind of like, I don't want to jump the gun and just make people talk certain ways because then they won't know like Anna was saying earlier like just because they're saying something doesn't actually mean they believe it or that they're a good person like it could all just be a stunt like training whatever so I just feel like I feel like we're just again I don't want to say expecting what's the word we're just making people talk certain ways and we're not actually understanding what they feel and yeah I feel like that. I feel like that's a common argument against cancel culture. And in no way am I saying that I'm pro cancel culture because I'm bringing this up. But I feel like a common argument is that it quiets, I guess, conversations where people can, like genuinely want to learn. But and I'm just asking: Can you genuinely think of any examples where someone was canceled in an event where they were truly trying to just have a conversation about things and learn from their mistakes? Well, I think I think I completely agree with your statement where no one has I can't think of anything where someone's reached out and been like uh, I'm confused. Can like we talk about this? I think it's it's definitely arised more where it's like, oh, I did something wrong. Now what's the answer? But at the same time, I don't want to say that that's the wrong way to learn something. Like I agree that some things like you know are just human nature and you should know that doing this or saying this is wrong but I mean when you were raised a certain way when you were taught something in school or when you weren't taught something I mean I don't know if it's necessarily right to expect someone to understand a behavior that's not something intrinsic it's kind of you know you kind of have to know that that's how people expect you to act so it it's kind of like you know making a mistake is fine you we should be able to in that moment learn from that I guess like I think making a mistake is fine if you're doing it five times like uh clearly you're not picking up on it and I don't believe that you're actually learning and having a conversation but if you're genuine and like actually asking good questions and like engaging with people and being like that's a great like you know what I mean like there's a difference there No, yeah, it's definitely interesting that you bring that up, because I think just from like a psychological perspective, I'm just thinking that like a negative way of reinforcing behaviors is just as effective as positive reinforcement. And so could it, I guess, behoove people to maybe not be canceled, but have like a lesser version of that to, I guess, learn how to act appropriately that's interesting so i never really thought about i guess negative reinforcement and all of this i've only really thought like oh positively reinforce the good things well i definitely talked about this earlier when i was saying like oh we're creating a negative environment and you know i don't have a child and i don't know like the proper way to raise someone but i feel like you don't like if i did have a child i wouldn't be like oh my gosh why did you do that and like punish them and then not tell them why that was wrong you know like wouldn't you have to have a conversation like oh yeah we don't we don't spill our juice on the floor 
and make people fall because it's funny. Like you'd have to say like, oh yeah, well that hurt them. And you know, you should consider like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you don't just say no Mm -hmm. and then walk away. Like you explain or you, you know, demonstrate like they're not going to intrinsically know that behavior. Like, yeah. And we were talking about how you shouldn't keep celebrities on a higher pedestal, but should you keep adults in general on a higher pedestal? Because I think, sure, if it's a kid, you would explain what they did wrong, but for an adult. That's a good point. That's a good point where we are treating, like, maybe if you made a mistake, like, maybe you should have known by now, I guess, is the point you're making. Like, you know, you're not a kid, so you we're not teaching you at this point. But I guess I have to say that, like, if you're not taught something with a kid, I wouldn't expect you to know it now, though. So, I mean... I mean, if you are an adult and you made a mistake, I mean, I, I I can't say that, oh my gosh, you should have been taught that as a kid. Like, I don't think there were certain things I was taught as a kid, but I know just from certain social cues that I've been a part of and the communities that I've been a part of. But if you weren't a part of those communities, I'm not sure you would have learned the right way to behave in cer- certain situations like that. I want to ask another question. Sorry, that's kind of Anna's an abrupt. cutting it off. She We're closing has the door something on more important. I just don't know what else to say on that. <laughs> um, but what do you think if, I guess, let's take the, a, a YouTuber or something, for instance, just because I think that's one of the more common instances of this. So if someone does get canceled, you know, like, I'm just going to throw it out there. Trisha Paytas has had people coming from her like 24 7 even if someone's been canceled you know am I a bad person because I enjoy some of her videos or because you know like I'm not saying that she hasn't done things wrong or that she is this perfect person who can do no wrong but I mean I can't deny that some of her content is entertaining or her as a person is entertaining. I mean, does that make me a bad person or am I contributing to this problem? You know what I mean? I think it's, I don't have an answer to that question, but I think it's really similar. And I also want to throw out that kind of- and likes Trisha Paytas too. So don't get all like, wow. don't act okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to. <laughs> I was going to say that I think this is similar to when we see music artists doing some maybe questionable things. And I think, I don't know the answer. I don't think anyone has a definite answer. I'm sure there's some philosophical way to answer this question, but I don't know. But for me, my logic is you can like the music, you can like the content of the person without having to like the person itself, if that makes sense. But then there's that whole thing of they're probably still getting money from you enjoying their content. So I don't know. It's kind of like a seesaw, a balance game. I don't really know where the answer lies. And I'm sure there are people in both courts, so. Well, I guess similarly, do you think that people, and again, I'm going to use the YouTube example. You take James Charles, for instance. Do you think that his YouTube channel should have been demonetized because of the allegations with him and... um, being a child predator and I I mean I definitely mm. think this varies depending on what the allegations are but just in general 
um, not just James Charles, but do you think people should be demonetized or lose sponsorships or whatever? I think that lose sponsorships, I think is up to the business. It's whatever their values represent and really the public shouldn't have a say over that. I think it should be up to the business whether or not they want to continue to sponsor that person. Then the public can choose whether or not to support that business. But back to, I guess, the YouTube side of like demonetization, things like that. I think that for allegations in which the creator or YouTuber is maybe accused of doing things that are actually illegal or things that could be harmful to people in the future or in the present, then that can be demonetized. But for things where it's like, maybe they said a racist thing or a homophobic thing 10, 15 years ago, I don't think instances like that should involve demonetization. Or even more food for thought. Um, I don't want to get too political here, but I know it's not talking about money, but do you think that Twitter should have deactivated Trump's account? Again, not getting political, even if it, um, like take your personal Mm -hmm. feelings for him aside, but do you think, I mean, we could get into the whole user agreement Mm-hmm. You I, think that this Twitter, that. I think that Twitter is an independent business who makes rules and regulations that all Twitter users have to kind of agree to by in order to make an account. And I think that it's up to Twitter or whichever platform to determine if a user, whoever it may be, broke the rules that they agreed to from the get-go. So I've never read Twitter's rules and regulations in full, but if... I guess, particularly for your example, if the actions that, or I guess if the content that Trump tweeted did in fact go against these rules and regulations, then I think Twitter did have every right to take his account away. Something else though, that I wanted to bring up if we're okay from kind of moving on from that because it seems like no one else had anything to contribute. (laughs) Um, I'm wondering, should people be canceled for not I guess, saying things as they relate to certain events. If you look in the past year with the Black Lives Matter movement, things like that, do you think that celebrities, influencers should be punished for not speaking out about these things? Um, this is, it's, it's a good question. I would say, I think it is great when celebrities use their platforms and their audiences to raise awareness or promote change and spread, you know, positive messages. But I also think, like we saw, there were a lot of attempts by celebrities and famous people to make these statements that just came off kind of cringy or or inaccurate and just really not, you know, the intent was there, but it just kind of flopped. And I would also hate to see, and I saw this on TikTok a lot, people were you know pressuring like Charlie D'Amelio can you speak on the the Palestine Israel situation um it's like you know maybe she doesn't isn't educated on that and again you know she is still young and honestly I'm not even that educated on that Palestine Israel situation you know I think that's it's almost like they're baiting her to get her to slip up and say something and I think say I think not saying something doesn't mean you support what's wrong. I mean, maybe you just genuinely 
don't know enough to say about it. I think saying nothing is better than spreading a false narrative or misinformation just uh, by, by pure accident because you didn't know. And I think it is kind of, I don't know, I don't think people should be pressured into saying things or putting out statements before they're ready and educated. I 100% agree that um, the celebrities, if you don't know something like, yeah, I wouldn't say speak on that. And also I feel like when we were talking about in another episode about Black Lives Matters, I think someone said that like, oh, with all the black squares, it was getting bogged down and people couldn't like actually see stuff about resources that actually mattered and like actual good opinions. So it's like, if you don't have something actually worthwhile to say, I wouldn't say just post something about it. Like if there's something more beneficial from someone else, you know, let that shine or maybe just, I don't know what's retweet, like what someone else said, is that a thing, right? So like, I guess kind of, yeah. And I feel like a lot of times people are like, oh, well, if you're not educated, you should educate yourself. And it's like, yeah, I agree. But at the same time, it's like, um, you know, it takes time to educate yourself. And I don't think we know everything about everything. And, you know, you're not gonna know everything in the turn of a night. So like, if you don't know all about a topic, yeah, don't speak up about it. Give it someone some credit and um, not some credit, I guess some time to actually learn before they would speak up about something. This might be an unpopular opinion, I don't know, but this is kind of just how I feel. But I think when it comes to this matter, you know, celebrities are not, you know, their job is not to be an advocate for things that's not what they're paid for you know they're a singer that's their career or they're an actor that's their career that's what they know how to do and that's what they've been trained to do I'm not saying that celebrities can't advocate or they can't be contribute to good causes but I think at the end of the day it's not their job and it's not where their expertise lies so um I I don't know how to say this I don't want to come off like, I don't think celebrities should use their platforms, but I think it's really only if they're comfortable and it's about an area that they have some sort of a personal connection to or really know what they're talking about or are representing communities that they're actually a part of. That's kind of just my take, though. No, I think that's a great take. I had never thought of that that way, where it's like, sure, a celebrity has a platform and it's great if they would use that to spread a positive message. But at the same time, at the end of the day, it's like, they might know as much as some average Joe in some office job. And it's like, yeah, like just because they're a celebrity doesn't mean they know about these controversial topics. Like they are just a singer. Like that is just their job. So yeah, I think that's a great point, Anna. I mean, like, like right. They didn't become famous because they are some champion advocate or some, you know, the, rights You're literally person. saying it. They're not an advocate. They're a singer. That's all. They're not some... Yeah, advocate. I don't, there's another word for that, but yeah. So I think to, to expect, expect these things from them is unrealistic and not necessarily fair. I mean, there's organizations that I'm sure can provide much better education and resources than a celebrity who really might not be that read up on the issue or honestly might not even feel comfortable speaking for people or groups that they're not a part of. 
-hmm. Like it's great if they're passionate about something, but at the end of the day, there's no obligation. So. So I think we've been talking a lot about cancel culture and honestly, this discussion could probably go on for a lot longer, but if I'm going to take away anything from this, it's that cancel culture is really a gray issue topic. And while it is an issue, there are a lot of if, ands, or buts on when it should and should not apply. So I hope that next time you see cancel culture happening, which probably will be in the very near future based on this society, they'll be able to take our thoughts, discussions, and maybe apply them to see if you think that this is a good reason for someone to be canceled or not. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to like and follow our podcast on whatever platform you're currently listening to it on. Check out our social media linked in the description and tune in next week for even more advice. TTYL from IFL. Bye.